Welcome to The Dreaming. I'm Joe Foljam. I'm Sasha Smulders, and this is The Sandman, Issue 18, A Dream of a Thousand Cats. I was so excited for you to read this story. I love this story. I love it. Yeah, I will probably say this. I think I have might have even said this before. This is one of my favorites. It's I have so many, filthy. many favorites. But this is the one story that if I want to hook somebody on the Sandman and they aren't just sold enough that I can give them those first few books to kind of not quite get through, but, you know, get it. This is the one where I would just go, just read this one. This issue is 110% fluffy and somehow it doesn't even have Dream's hair in it. Yeah. Like it doesn't have his beautiful hair and it still has reached maximum fluffiness. Instead it has his fur. Ugh. (laughs) Okay, well, let's uh, start off at the cover. Mm Mm-hmm. What is going on here? Well, it looks like a cat is leaping out of the frame. It's Mm -hmm. leaping off of its normal constraints, the artwork, which is our our Siamese heroine. We kind of have two protagonists in this Mm -hmm. story because of the story within a story structure. But I think that's our Siamese protagonist stepping out of reality and entering the dreaming. And I don't know what the what the breed of cat the the white kitten is, but maybe like mm-hmm. a rag doll or something. They call her they call her Persian. Is she Persian? Or oh, sorry, no, no. Yeah, she seems like a, a bit of a posh cat, like a long haired white cat. So probably and blue eyes. So yeah, blue eyed white cat. Isn't that aren't those that the Persians? Maybe a little fluffier than that one though. There we go. Oh, like uh, like the toilet oh, paper cats. No, look at the those are Persians. It's so, a Persian. Yeah, okay, it is a Persian. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Basically, yeah, the big... toilet paper cats, whatever yeah, brand that is. They're Persians. Yeah, this is this cat's name will now be called Toilet Paper Kitty. TPK. Yeah, TPK. Okay. This cat is leaping into the clouds mm-hmm. as well, which feels very dreamlike. Yeah, it's acrylic inks, varnish, oil pastels, frames, a bird skull painted gold. If you can notice oh, yeah, that just that. at the top there. That's the raven from later on in the dream. Uh, actually, that raven is a crow. Oh. It's a yeah. crow. Yeah, Raven, it is a crow. crow. It's mentioned as one as well. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, Neil says in the Dust Covers book, he would tell you the story of the bird skull, but is sworn to secrecy. So, That's sorry. And carrying on the tradition of having the title in the piece of art, we see that on the cover here as well. Yeah. The Dream of a Thousand Cats. Mm-hmm. It's nighttime, and uh, Toilet Paper Kitty, ha- uh, their owners are going to sleep. And it looks like TP Kitty is about to go to sleep when there's a skittering at the window, and another cat mm-hmm. is uh, has come to ask them to come outside. Yeah, something important's happening. I can't get through any of the wall openings. Mm. <laughs> and the the older cat knows how to break out of a house. Mm-hmm. A clear hole is partly opened. You can get out through there. Mm-hmm. Goes up out through a window, a clear hole. Shake your tail, little one. We mustn't miss this. I like that a lot. Yeah. And uh, the cat is waiting, but but TP Kitty goes, wait for me. Oh, wait for me, please. <laughs> what will she be like? So they're heading along. They meet some more cats. We're reading the recolored version, the Absolute Sandman, and mm-hmm. the reprintings that have happened after that use the new digital coloring. I have a link up. Somebody, I have no idea how legal this is, but somebody, somebody has posted a, a scan of the original coloring up on Tumblr. And it's pretty interesting, the differences in the artwork. 
Even the first three frames in the original coloring are basically just yellow is the only color that's being used in yeah. any of those first three frames. They barely colored anything at all. The kitten's eyes aren't blue. Mm -hmm. And then big swaths of cheap color being used in the other panels. Mm -hmm. But that said, I found that when you get to the nighttime shots of them walking, they decided in the recolors to go with a blue tone over everything to make it seen as night. I think I prefer the more colorful version. Yeah, there's lots of greens coming out on that other version and yeah, browns. Yeah, greens and browns, and you can see the lights lighting up the trees where it's over bright. And to me, it just feels like, well, this is kind of how, how the cats would see it with their yeah. better night vision. I was just thinking that, the, that the night has more color in it yeah. to a cat. But that said, like other than those changes, I, the new colors are just much much better in almost every place like the they make sense they're more subtle in places things like that and along the way they meet up with other cats mm -hmm. well met fellow night threaders i love this idea of cats running into each other at night and yeah and yeah having it it reminds me of um when you're kind of playing D, D role-playing games and there's sort of this trope of being like ho there fellow traveler when you see someone <laughs> and it reminds me of that a little mm -hmm. bit in response to we're going to see her one of them says me too although i can't see much point in it then why are you here hmm, curiosity perhaps <sighs> i hope that cat doesn't get killed by curiosity right i expected that cat to die at the end and we meet in a graveyard place where a whole bunch of dead human bodies are <sighs> a little fitting right i love this the big spread uh, mm -hmm. and all these cats in this graveyard and it's a very spooky graveyard set on a hill and half of the half of the grave markers are, are on edge it seems mm -hmm. like they're going to topple over it seems like almost like an abandoned graveyard and the main angel the statue that uh, our siamese cat sits on is not a it's not a sweet angel or the kind of angel that feel it's a it's an ominous angel yeah uh just, it's a little like a weeping angel. Mm-hmm. There's this little goth that lives inside of me that wants to be in that graveyard at night, seeing thousands of, well, isn't thousands of cats, but seeing dozens of cats all gathered around one cat. To hear a story, yeah. Ugh. We get our credits here. Neil Gaiman writer, Kelly Jones penciler, Malcolm Jones III inker, Todd Klein letterer, Daniel Vazo colors, Tom Payer assistant editor, and Karen Berger the editor. And then our speaker appears, mm -hmm. a Siamese cat who appears to be dropping down from a tree, the dramatic entrance to land on the angel's head. And she's kind of bony and raggedy, I think, mm -hmm. a little bit. Like she's not, yeah, she looks older, I'd say. She kind of has the features of an older cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, she has an air of age about her. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where her coat is pretty rough, really well conveyed mm -hmm. in this art here yeah and she says sisters brothers good hunting mm -hmm. and I, I feel like it just paints a world where that's how cats address each other like mm -hmm. good hunting is what you'd say instead <laughs> of good evening yeah and then she starts telling a story her own story mm -hmm. how she used to live how once many yesterdays gone she like many of them was in the thrall of human beings living in their world plaything possession and toy mm. and i fooled myself as perhaps many of you fool yourselves that i was in control of my own life they fed me did they not this part is what you expect right it's great 
because the whole cat going, what, they feed us and we think it's good, but we're being fooled. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning of a story that I, I feel like many people could kind of come up with. And then the way that where Neil goes with this is just fantastic. Yeah, you have this is the beginning of your rebellion. You have your mm-hmm. um, prophet type character showing up and saying, yeah, I have a dream, literally. <laughs> yeah, I have a dream. I want to share it with you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then she talks about what opened her eyes, mm-hmm. meeting a lover. Yeah, she was she was a kept kitty, and then uh, then this ragged of ear and dark of eye tomcat came along. Yeah, and they loved it, and they made babies, and and at least the guy out of this couple is really not happy that they're these kittens are not worth any money. Yeah, because she's a purebred, and they were had with a, with an ad tomcat. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just. Mixed kitties, which yeah. is fine. Mixed kitties are cute kitties. Sure. All kitties are cute kitties. And like, listen, if they're not worth any money, when you're going to, quote, throw them away, you don't need to literally throw them away mm-hmm. into a lake. Well, now. In a bag with a rock. Yeah. I get the feeling that this doesn't take place in the 80s. Well, it must actually, if 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 Dream had been captured, this must be taking place. Yeah. Then. So here's the problem. It looks like this takes place. It must take place when Dream is actually imprisoned. Yeah, I get the feeling from it that that's how that but works. But time can be weird. Okay. So it's possible, I think. Time can be weird with the dreaming. Mm-hmm. So she may have kind of also sort of gone through time okay. when she was dreaming. That makes and, sense. And met a different version of Dream that was still out at the time. Mm. It could even be that she went a little forward in time and she's seeing a Dream who was post-imprisonment. Okay. Yeah, because the reason why I was going to say that is there may not have been an option like, or, or fewer options for shelters, for cat shelters, no-kill shelters. Um, sure, at the time, it doesn't mean he should kill to... the cats. No, no, I agree. He shouldn't be killing these cats. Mm-hmm. Um he just didn't want to be bothered with what it would take to yeah. find homes for them. And that's why you spay and neuter your animals. That's right. I felt them from afar in the dark as the cold water took them. Felt them thresh and claw sightlessly. Felt them call me in their panic and their fear. And then they were gone. And so she prayed. Yeah, late night in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. And the humans notice. But... He makes excuses. She's, yeah. She's probably relieved. She's practically a kitten herself. She would have exhausted herself. Hmm. He didn't even want them fed, really. Yep. And she prays to darkness, to the night, to the carrion kind. I've been trying to find out exactly what that means. It's probably things like crows that mm. feed on carrion, right? Because she does end up meeting this crow. And later we have the line, we are the dreams of carrion kind, or so they say. Mm-hmm. I really tried to find out what that meant. Yeah. It's, I, I, I cannot find any kind of cats are the dreams of carrion kind, mm-hmm. or cats are dreams of crows, or any, I, I don't. And if somebody has that kind of deep reference, the problem is this reference and this scene has spawned so much death metal. Mm-hmm. that it's impossible to Google search past it. 
That's not fair. impossible. It's very difficult. And once you do that, I, I'm just finding things that are just referencing the comic. Well, I could see, okay, so in like a roundabout way, mm-hmm. I could see cats being the dreams of carrion kind because cats are hunters. Cats do not eat things that are already dead. Mm. And so they're the dreams of carrion kind because they are, they supply oh, like carrion eaters with their food. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, it's about the circle of and the their existence. eaters wish they could be hunters. Yeah, the idea that, that an apex predator of which at least even a domestic house cat compared to the animals around it, a predator like that is what leaves food for all the others. Headcanon accepted, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the explanation now. We are the dreams of carrying kind. So she prays to carrying kind. She prays to the king of the cats, the kind's emissary on earth, he who walks amongst us and we do not know him. I prayed and I dreamed. And it seems that the carrying kind is what responded to the dream because, Mm -hmm. and I will note, this is a crow. This is not a raven. This is not Matthew, just looking skeletal. This is not a former raven of dream. When I first saw it, I thought it was a vulture because of the the effect of it having its neck not having feathers on it and then Mm -hmm. where the feathers begin at the breast. It looks like it kind of has that collar that vultures appear to have. Yeah. Because they've got that long, skinny neck, and then they've got that puffy kind right. of feather collar. Right. It seems to, but then you see the close-up mm-hmm. on yeah. the next page. and yeah, I have come here for justice. I have come for revelation. I have come for wisdom. Justice? Justice is a delusion. You will not find on this or any other sphere. And wisdom, wisdom is no part of dreams, lithe walker, though dreams are a part of the sum of each life's experiences, which is the only wisdom that matters. But revelation, that is the province of dream. It can be yours, but only if your heart is strong. Do you see that mountain? In that mountain is a cave, and in that cave lies the cat of dreams, the ruler of this sleeping world. Seek him out, but beware. The way to his cave is hard, and a little cat could come to much harm. All places are the same to me. I will find the cave then and find my answers. I am not afraid. Then fare you well, daughter. And she heads out, and we get a little montage. She walks through the wood of ghosts. She hears her babies. Yeah. Mm. And she keeps walking. She walks through the cold places, hard and frozen, where every step was pain, every movement was torment. She walked on. So she it's a it's a tough time. She walked through darkness. She had to do her trials and tribulations. Yeah. Yeah, she had to see, at one point she forgets everything that she is and everything she's done, but she still has her purpose and she Mm -hmm. keeps moving. Yeah, it's a set of trials before she's allowed to see the king. Right. And then she saw the cave and its guardians. And I said to them, I have come to talk with the cat of dreams. This is a wyvern, a griffin, and even though it looks like a pegasus, uh, it's called a hippogriff. Later, when it does get titled, spoilers. So it's a hippogriff with a horse's head instead of the traditional eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really looks like a pegasus to me. So I'm going to admit I'm a little confused about that. These are the Guardians of Dreams Gate of Ivory. We've actually seen them before. What? They were mentioned in issue number nine, A Tale in the Sand. When okay. Nada entered Dream's realm, they let her pass because they sensed the flaming berry inside her. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of presented just as metal art on the gate itself. 
There was like a wyvern, and there was a griffin, and there was the winged horse there okay. that we're calling the hippogriff. They were also seen as sorts of gargoyles built into the gate in issue 10 when Lucian is performing the census. Oh. But this is the first time they're like their actual living wyvern, griffin, or hippogriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you may guess, mild spoiler, we'll probably see them again. Well, I like that we see them animate for the first time when mm-hmm. it's a cat coming up to them. And instead of them guarding a palace as just as a gate, which is something that a human would expect right. to see in front of a palace, they are living creatures outside of a den. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not a construction. They're a living being because that's what cats understand. Exactly. Yeah, a cat wouldn't care about a gate. Yeah. Yeah, a gate is nothing. Mm-hmm. And they challenge her. Why should the Dream Lord be disturbed by one such as you? Answer us. The Dream Lord will not be amused if we allow you to vex him without fit reason. I have come too far to be turned away now, Griffin. I will state my business to the Dream Lord and only to him. I am a cat and I keep my own counsel. Okay. Sure. <laughs> now, <laughs> okay, that's good enough. That'll do. Yeah. Uh, so the, here's the thing. They are guarding the Gate of Ivory. The dreams that pass through the Gate of Ivory are lies, figments, and deceptions. Mm -hmm. The Gate of Horn is currently unguarded and apparently unused. Okay. So I wonder what that means about this entire story. Oh, that this is an this is a lie. That this is a lie. This yeah, time. yeah. That there, there there never was that. It wasn't that way. She just or maybe made the that, purpose. Or maybe that because the humans dreamed it true, it turned into a lie. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. Hmm. It could be very sad that she gets this prophetic dream, but it's just a dream. It's just a lie. Went through the gate of ivory. Oops. But it's given her life a purpose. Otherwise, she was sad, right? She was sad living this life yeah. where her people took yeah. her babies away. So even if this is all a lie it gave her life a journey and she went out and she gave hope to other cats i'm i mean i'm getting ahead of myself but yeah you know yeah yeah they let her in so she meets dream and it's dream as a giant black panther or a giant black house cat i'm that's very muscly i'm not sure i think it's more house cat cuz he's it's, very shaggy mm-hmm. he's got that kind of shape to his face too like his body is the shape of a house cat he's just large yeah most of the time, I would agree with you. There are a few shots where he seems jaguar posed, but I guess that's just because a house cat is going to look like that. So I think you're right. Mm. I think he looks just like a large house cat. A shaggy black cat. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, especially when you see his, his face on the bottom panel here. Mm-hmm. Uh, jaguar would have a much more pronounced muzzle. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think you're right. And on that shot, actually, where he's saying a cat may look at a king, that's a proverb meaning that even the lowest have certain rights, even in the presence of the powerful. Mm. And it was caused by this one king who his entire reign was filled with turmoil and treachery, who noted that the cat was eyeing him suspiciously. Mm. And it was like, well, a cat can look at a king. Like, what are you going to do? Tell the cat it's not allowed? Mm. Come on, you have to allow a cat to look at you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what that saying means. You don't get nothing. That's what Dream is using it as. Look into my eyes then, little sister. Look into my eyes. We had a story within a story, right? Now we have a story within a story within a story. Mm -hmm. We're going one level deeper. This is Dreamception well before Inception. Oh, yeah. Storyception. Mm Mm-hmm. And in his eyes, she saw pictures, and in the pictures, she saw the truth. 
And I love this little bit. All cats can see futures and see echoes of the past. We can watch the passage of creatures from the infinity of now, from all the worlds like ours, only fractionally different. And we follow them with our eyes, ghost things, and the humans see nothing. Mm. Explaining why cats will just space out and start looking at nothing as though it's there and then get yeah. up and, and pounce. Oh, yeah. Even though it's not a bug, it's not a piece of dust, it's mm-hmm. just they're weird. They are, yeah. I mean, also part of the reason why cats will look around and and uh, look towards areas of your house that you wouldn't see any other stimuli is because they can hear mice that you can't hear. You're absolutely right. Mice make supersonic sounds that we can't hear, but cats can. Mm-hmm. If I recall, mice can hear even higher than cats. Yeah. But they make noises that cats can still hear. And so that, yeah, the cat could be reacting to a thing in the wall for sure. That happens. But I do love a great creative story filled reason for it, oh, which of is course. why I love this. Yeah, this uh, sea futures and echoes of the past is the reason why cats are doing that. It's great. And then that leads into the reality the Cat of Dreams showed me transcended anything I had imagined. Mm. And we get a whole bunch of large cats. In those times, humans were tiny creatures, no larger than we are now. And the humans would groom us and feed us and pet us. I kind of love the idea of crawling all over a big cat and just petting him and being nice to it. But I don't like the second part. Oh, the joys of those hunting days beneath the cat's moon, the game of cat and man. (laughs) Then a human arose amongst them, a golden furred male. In the initial coloring, his hair was brown. Oh. Like not even like blondish brown, like just brown. I'm just going to say white savior complex. Yeah. The the decision (laughs) to make him golden furred. Right. Yeah. It's a little, and they're pretty much all white people here. Mm-hmm. At least they all have different hair colors. Sure. All the white people varieties we got going on here. Look at all the varieties of white people. That's enough, isn't it? Mm. No. No. And this human tells everybody that dreams shape the world, that dreams create the world anew every night. Mm-hmm. If enough of us have that same dream, we can change the whole world. Yeah. And I love that too. Mm-hmm. Because that's true, right? Mm-hmm. It's not true in that dreams magically make the world get changed. But when enough people share your dream, you can actually accomplish things. Yeah. Also, we perceive reality based on our biases. So if enough people are biased in a certain direction, their perception of reality will be different, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. And the word spread amongst the humans, and some of them believed, and they dreamed, and for a while nothing happened. One night, enough of them dreamed. It did not take many of them, a thousand perhaps, no more. They dreamed, and the next day, things changed. And suddenly you see a little cat, and he's very upset. His tail is all fluffed up, and his body is all defensive, and he's at the feet of a bunch of people. And there's cars going by. Just a Mm -hmm. bad situation for a kitty cat. Yep. And a description of the way things are right now. And then we cut back to Dream's eyes because this is what where they saw it. They saw all of this in Dream's eyes. Mm. Dream cat. And Dream gives a bit of an explanation that they didn't dream the world into the form it is now. 
They dreamed the world so it always was the way it is now. There never was a world of high cat ladies and cat lords. They changed the universe from the beginning of all things until the end of time. Do you understand now? Dream is super frightening to me as a human here. Yeah. Because he's gone. So you get it, right? You can totally undo this and screw all over the humans. As long mm-hmm. as you get enough. <laughs> Thanks, Dream. Thanks. That's great for letting these cats know. <clears throat> you know what your task must be. You know the burden you must bear. Ooh. And so there she goes, spreading the word. She says, I've been given this and I'm spreading the word. You've seen, you see, I'd seen the underside of what he had given me. If they could dream it, we could change things back. If we believed, if we dreamed. Mm-hmm. And we get the line, we are the dreams of the carrion kind, they say, and perhaps it is so, which is that I, I love your explanation that things that just eat carrion dream of being a hunter that can kill. But enough of us dream, if a bare thousand of us dream, we can change the world. Mm-hmm. I just, I like it because it's it's also just a, an idea of don't give up on the thing yeah. that is right. If mm-hmm. you believe so, these cats believe that it would be right mm-hmm. for them to be, have their power back. Right. And so if you if you don't give up on that belief, then you'll be able to go further with it. But it's 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 also that never ending. It has to be every night. You mm-hmm. have to believe it and dream it every single night because yeah. if you don't do it every night, you won't line up with enough people to have it happen. Right. right. If you yeah. only do it and then give up, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Which is why cats are a little doomed as well. Oh yes, of you, course. You can't get cats to do anything together all that well. And she travels the world. Yeah, and we get this another great montage. Her crossing cold waters in a metal machine she preached to solitary feral cats in empty places and that is a big cat and it listened to her Mm -hmm. she shouted her message to the stars from rooftops and whispered it to dying cats in alleyways she goes around telling all these cats if we can dream we can change the world Mm -hmm. yeah somebody better deal with this cat before (laughs) problems happen I love uh, this bottom panel. You have the brown cat kind of looks um, <laughs> skeptical. Yeah. Um, the other two cats, you don't see as much of their facial features. One of them appears to be stretching. The other one's lying down. But little toilet paper kitty, toilet paper kitty's eyes are big mm-hmm. and round, just staring up at her like, oh, I'm so enthralled. Yeah. Yeah. Mistress, I believe... Then there is hope, child. Eh, she was amusing. I'll say that for her. Hmm. Do you think it'll happen? Mm, nice plump rat. Little one, I would like to see anyone, prophet, king, or god, persuade a thousand cats to do anything at the same time. No, it will never happen. Come on, small fry, the sun will rise soon. We'd better get you home. In this final shot of the graveyard, there's even a picture of the frickin' reaper. The reaper, yeah, a, a weeping reaper. Yeah, that's intense. I have mm-hmm. never seen that in a graveyard. That is a metal graveyard. Holy cow. This just feels like somewhere you would go to write a oh, yeah. Zeppelin song or oh, something. Oh, this is this feels like the graveyard in Neil's The Graveyard Book. Mm-hmm. Like it's this just little forgotten patch of land where yeah. graves lie. 
For sure, for sure. Maybe there's a, maybe there's an old guy who's it's still their job to go keep it tidy, but they only have to go there like once a week and trim back the weeds and stuff like that. Um, I'm 100% in favor of head cannoning. This is the same graveyard, oh, okay. And that there being a little kid watching this from a distance. Then it's in Sussex. That's where the graveyard book is set. It would totally fit. Sure. Yeah. I'm good with that. Except, of course, legally we can't because then DC would own the graveyard book. Oh, well, But whatever. it'll be the same place. It's just not the same universe. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Dun, dun, dun. But the ghosts can cross over. And we cut back to the cat at home, lying in his little creepy bed. And the humans are talking about the little kitty asleep. Mm-hmm. This ending is just fantastic. The way it's twitching about, I think maybe it's hunting something. Some small animal, I suppose? Yeah, honey. It's really cute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And there is the cat dreaming that it's hunting us. I love that. I do, too. It makes me like cats more. Everything about this story, uh, inside and out, I love. Yeah. And I'm not even that much of a cat person. That makes me like cats even more. (laughs) Now, what I really want to know is um, what would Boston Terriers dream of? Uh, ours would dream of multiple hands giving it belly scratches, mm-hmm. spots of sunshine, mm. walks, and poop to eat. Yes, lots of turds to eat. You know, he probably would rather food. So in his dream, he's running into our backyard to yeah. go find a turd to eat. And yeah. then when he breaks the turd open, there's food inside. Yes. Like actual delicious Well, he food. goes back to eat turd and there's just food in the backyard. Just all he can eat. Mm. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> but I think part of the enjoyment is in the hunt. So Yeah, he'd want to walk and play as well. And lots of tug. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Never ending tug of war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Loki would dream of. Yeah. Your predictions this issue were great. Yeah? Like, not 100%. Well, I'm not so a here's magi. What we had. No, no, but it was great. You predicted dream as a cat. Yeah. Check. Big time. You predicted cats would dream about world domination. <gasps> Check. I did you totally did. <gasps> I forgot about that. <laughs> you also predicted that dream would meet a cat deity of some type, like Bast or mm. something like that. We did have a mention of the Siamese praying to the king of cats, Mm -hmm. but that's not the same as an appearance and certainly not dream meeting. So that's you're not 100%. But I am willing to call this a 100% success in prediction anyway. Ding, 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 ding. It's a success. This is totally, if this is not close enough to getting a prediction right, then I don't know what is. But do I get a fishy treat? You get a fishy treat. Yay! Do I get to play with the laser pointer? <laughs> sure, yeah. Yay! Yeah, I'll, I'll point all over the house with it. That'll be great. I'll, I'll sit here and point and you run around the house and chase it. <laughs> the next issue of The Sandman, mm-hmm. number 19, is the World Fantasy Award winning short story, What? A Midsummer Night's Dream. I feel like you raised the stakes by telling me it was award-winning. Now my <laughs> now my prediction has to be award-winning. So it's called A Midsummer Night's Dream, which of course is one of Shakespeare's comedies, yes. Comedies. What happens in our self little self-contained story, A Midsummer Night's Dream? They're going to sort of retell that story, mm. but through the lens of dream having more to do with it than we think so the story is not how we think it is okay that dream 
played a greater role in it oh, in some okay. way. So we're going to get a flashback. Yeah. So basically a, a sort of a retelling of, of the story that Shakespeare told. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. Which so is already an old story. He didn't come up with that story. Okay. He didn't come up with stories. He he came up with- It was bits and pieces from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, exactly. He, he took from folklore and existing mm-hmm. sto- lore to make his place. Yeah, yeah. I love that prediction, and we're going to find out how accurate it is next episode. Good night, kitty cats. You've been dreaming of the Sandman, issue 18, a dream of a thousand cats. For show notes, visit thedreaming.motivedust.com. Support future episodes at patreon.com slash thedreaming. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, including Google Play Music and iTunes. Our theme music is Oneri by Kai Engel. Hear more at kaiengel.bandcamp.com. The Dreaming was recorded in Burnaby, British Columbia, Canada, on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Squamish, Kikate, and tsleil Nations. I'm Joe Fulgham. Thanks for listening. Time to wake up. <laughs>